Welcome back. Hey. Hi. 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 <laughs> Hello, me hearties. Oi. No. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> oh, no. Ahoy, me hearties. Yeah. I don't. Every time I do that, no one can see me. I but don't know I how to respond to that. I put my finger up like it's a hook. Um, how do I, I w- respond to that question? Hello. Hi. <laughs> like, hello. Well, okay. So the reason I did that to say welcome back like that was for a few reasons. But today we're going to be speaking with a homeschooling expert, Miss Laura Seymour. Yay. And we are going to introduce her in a second. But first, it was talk like a pirate day. Uh, I don't know how to do it, matey. That's good. <laughs> Say, ahoy me hearties. I like the hearties. Hearties. That means like friends. So it's talk like a pirate day? Yes. All right. And, and I have I have a way to help us through this a little bit. Thank goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a joke. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't look at my answer. I won't. I'm you, not. Okay. You have to say them with an accent, though. Okay. Okay. Um, why does it take a pirate so long to learn the alphabet? Arr, I drank too much rum. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one reason. That seems like a very logical reason, actually. This is a joke, so it's a play on words. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyone? Any guesses? I I bet they get stuck on R. Oh, Oh. you're very close. Uh Because they spend years at sea. Oh. (laughs) I love it. Okay, one more. (laughs) What does the pirate say when his leg gets stuck in the freezer? Ooh, that's a good oh, guess. Laura's good oh. at this. <laughs> Except I didn't get it right. No, she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Stuck in the freezer. Shiver me timber. Oh, yeah, his mm-hmm. wooden leg. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Yeah. Timber, get it? I know. That's awesome. That's okay. Good. So clearly, Katie is the pirate expert, mm-hmm. and it's is the I best at speaking like a pirate. Well, I. Actually, I'm just picking ones that I know how to say with the accent, (laughs) and it sounds a lot better than I'm actually at that. So maybe now and then during this podcast, we'll just throw out random pirate speak. Okay. And actually, Pirate Day is uh, September 19th? Yes. 2022. So we figured we are going to talk a little bit like a pirate today. So, I mean, once in a while, not the whole... You have like three weeks of me doing this. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. You're gonna, Arr. you're gonna love it. I'm okay. going to make you walk the plank. Ah, <laughs> the she blows. <laughs> Those are all we know. Okay, yep. okay. Now, we're all right. Good. So, limey. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, okay. So now we got that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna. Go back to our topic of what we are actually here for. Yes. Which, surprisingly, is not talking like pirates. No. Mm-mm. No. Um, we're here to talk about homeschooling, which is something that um, it's pretty common, and a lot of people do it. And mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about homeschooling. So um, we have a guest today, Laura Seymour. And Laura is a um, works at Bring Spring as a 
as an instructor, but I have known Laura for 13 years. Whoa. I can't believe I've known you that long. And we worked together at a school in the Learning Center, and Laura was an amazing, or is and still is, of course, an amazing educator um, and worked with the kids in the school who were struggling in all areas, in reading, in um, in math, in all areas, and she did an amazing job with them. So Laura's background is that she was a K-12 special ed teacher, and um, she is also certified through the National Institute of Learning Development, which is an intervention program for children with learning disabilities, especially reading disabilities. Um, and so she used that program. I, I saw her use that program, and it, it was quite amazing um, to transform kids. Um, there were kids that came back to Laura when they graduated and told her that now they're going to college. And if it wasn't for Laura, they would never have been able to do that. And I witnessed that firsthand, and so it is quite amazing. Um, it doesn't really surprise me. No, though, it doesn't, not at all. Because she gets, uh, because Laura is one of our instructors. Yes. And she gets amazing feedback yeah. from participants about how how well you, well, I mean, even teaching adults. And it's different. Yes. And so. But Laura did homeschool. So that's yes. why we have Laura here. Laura homeschooled her kids for about 20 years. And she survived. And she survived. <laughs> she actually has seven children and has homeschooled nearly all of them over the years. And so um, we're here just to kind of pick Laura's brain and ask Laura, how in the heck did you do that, Laura? How? <laughs> how did you do it? Tell us about it. Well, that is definitely the question that I would get the most often. Um, so to be clear... Um, I do have seven children, but I didn't ever homeschool all seven at once. But I still was parenting seven children. So maybe I was homeschooling four and had three in diapers, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. did happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I did it, um, you know, as I look back, I think maybe in some ways I was a little uh, too strict and too organized but it is what got me through it, mm -hmm. that that we had a schedule. I, I was talking to my kids over the weekend, you know, telling them I was going to do this. And I said, you know, what do you remember? And they were like, yeah, well, we never got to sleep in. We always had to be up and doing school by 8 o'clock. And we took, you know, this was breakfast time, and then it was school time, and then it was break, and then it was lunch. And, you know, that, that it was completely... Um, it, it was no free for all. Mm -hmm. We were we were on it, and we knew that's important. Though yeah, we had a job to do, and we weren't going to play mm -hmm. until our job was done. Mm -hmm. Well, it sent that message very clearly. Yes. So yeah. this is work yeah. time, and then mm -hmm. you know, and and I, it was true for them, and it was true for me. You know, if people would call and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, you're just home today. Can we bring the kids over, or do you want to have coffee?" And I was like, "No." Um, actually, we're schooling, mm -hmm. and so when school's over, we're working. <laughs> then we can do that. And um, and and my husband reminded me of something. He said, "Yeah." And I remember, you know, it was like you schooled all day, and then when they were done with school, then it was time for for housework and cooking and things that you couldn't get done during that time. And then in the evenings, it was research. You know, what was a better program or what curriculum should we be using or how should we be testing or, you know, mm -hmm. um, when it was time to put the kids in school, which school and, and which grade and all of those researchy things mm -hmm. 
it it was it was completely uh, consuming. Oh yeah, was, you were working twenty four hours it, a day. It really was, mm-hmm. and and I do remember being stressed. I mean, it wasn't like like I felt like my reputation and their reputation was on the line. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to homeschool for five years and have teachers receive my students. Then when I put them in school and go, mm-hmm. what have you been doing? Right. You know, right. I wanted my kids to show that mm-hmm. they they had been well educated. Mm-hmm. Um, for well, they were very lucky to have yeah. <laughs> you. I mean, because you're talking about the schedule. And, and I think just having a schedule just as, you know, a very quick point. I mean, that's such a small piece of it, but kids thrive on that. I thrive on routine and Mm -hmm. schedule. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, with teachers, you have to plan Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and do up. So I just, I mean, man. Yeah. So that would be a trait that that you would, I mean, not everybody is going to be as organized as you were, but that was probably a trait that got you through it. It, That's it, what you needed. It absolutely did. And the other thing was, I, um, you know, you make friends with other homeschooling families, so you get to see all different ways that people homeschool. And I'm not, I'm not, never, I would never say that I did it right. You know, that that somehow I did it better than all the other homeschooling families. I did what worked for our family, right. and for our family, with as many children as we had, in order for all the kids to get what they needed, it had we had to have structure and organizations. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been able to do it. And the other thing was, I didn't want to be schooling all day. We started at 8, and by 2, we were done, Mm -hmm. unless there was something unusual. The kids didn't have homework. I mean, when we were done, (laughs) homework is not a funny term. (laughs) But but there were homeschooling families that had homework. You know, it was like you did your schoolwork during the day, and then then when we were done, then you still had other things to do. But Mm -hmm. I was not about that. I was like, when you're done, we're done at 2, and you're done. Mm -hmm. And the only reason you're going... Going, you're going to go past two is if you haven't made good use of your time. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, you know, like I'd have a child that was had had a difficult day, mm-hmm. and when my husband would come home, I'm like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the math needs to get finished, and I cannot do anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so that would happen. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that would the kids all say that made it so good for them. Mm-hmm. Like they knew that they had a job to do and they would work through it steadily. And if I was busy with one child and they needed help, then they went on to something that they could do independently. Mm-hmm. And their goal was to be done. And I remember sometimes there would even be something special and I'd go, look, you know, we want to go to the zoo at noon if we get our work done. And those mm-hmm. kids would be up by seven mm-hmm. plowing through their work mm-hmm. so that by by noon we could get to the zoo. And, mm-hmm. um, and then they had the afternoons to be kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody had to help with the house. Everybody had to mm-hmm. help with cooking and jobs and, you know, everybody, you know, just like any family. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, they had afternoons to yeah. just enjoy. And these expectations were laid out to them, I'm yes. sure. So they knew oh, yeah. what was expected, yep. um, how it was yep. going to go for the day. And, and they corrected yeah. work that they did poorly. Anything mm-hmm. that they didn't do right, they had to correct. You know, I, w- I wasn't really going to keep going um, if they hadn't mastered their work. And and one of the children, when uh, it was one of the girls, when she went to school, when when it was time for her to go to school, it wasn't it wasn't really her choice. Mm-hmm. It was it was what needed to happen for mm-hmm. the family. And she came to me and she said, "But when I'm done, 
with school and I come home, can I still draw and write stories? (laughs) Because that was her favorite thing to do when she was done with school at home is she'd draw and write stories. (laughs) So that kind of is a good lead into what kind of student would Mm -hmm. be a really good homeschooling Mm -hmm. candidate. That, and that's such an interesting question because with seven children, I had, I had all different kinds. Um, my one one of my children, and I'm going to try really hard to keep them nameless because uh-huh. they don't need sure. you know. And, and and I'm proud of all of them. Mm-hmm. One of them um, was one that I probably wouldn't have guessed would have been a great homeschooling candidate. This one was super extroverted and and physical and loves sports. Um, and, and as I see now, I think that I probably would have done better to put that one in school mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. That one was, was, was homeschooled until middle school, mm-hmm. um, but got an excellent education. Mm-hmm. And, and the interesting thing, too, is one of the children would, was very, very good in language arts and very average in, in uh, fine motor, handwriting, mm-hmm. math, sciences and so that one sailed through through the the language arts like mm-hmm. super fast and really really well and the others stayed on grade level mm-hmm. but that was that was one of the advantages of homeschooling i felt like is if you had kids that were really capable of excelling in an area there was nothing holding them back mm-hmm. and they could do that and they had to stay they had to stay on grade level with everything else mm-hmm. because i made them right <laughs> but but those advanced things, you know, and even I think about the fact that now I teach, I train teachers on how to teach reading and the different ways that I taught my kids how to read. I had one child who we spent all of kindergarten learning all of the letter names and sounds. And at the end of the year, that child knew zero. Mm. Not, not one single mm. one stuck. Mm. And so the next year we started over. Mm-hmm. And that, that child went on to become an English major. There you go. You know, wow. just, and then another child who I was like, I don't think I'm going to teach reading so early. I, I felt like maybe that was not something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That child taught it, taught themselves how to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like literally. It just came mm-hmm. it naturally. It came. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I have, I have very, very, very rarely seen that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then a, a couple others that had more, uh, more significant learning challenges mm-hmm. had to be taught like the whole mm-hmm. piece by piece by piece by piece mm-hmm. and yeah. and mastered it that way. Mm-hmm. So lots of different um, lots of different ways and that was a nice thing about homeschooling. I had one child who uh, after after that one had learned all their letters and all their letter sounds and had just begun, you know, like early kindergarten reading. Um, had had this whole stack of books. We call them the Kipper books. They were mm-hmm. Oxford readers mm-hmm. and they were like early readers from England. They were cool books. I loved them. Mm-hmm. And that child jumped on their uh, bunk bed. The, the bedroom was near the kitchen mm-hmm. and said, I'm going to read these books today. And I said, oh, you know what? Those are pretty tough. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think you're maybe not quite ready for those. You know, we'll keep going and we'll get, sh-. And, and, and that one said, no, I'm going to read these today mm-hmm. and sat on their bunk bed mm-hmm. and said, what does S-A-I-D say, mom? <laughs> this is said okay and what does and, and just spelled out <laughs> word after word after word after word and I am not kidding after about 
like hours. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all my work. I'm homeschooling the other kids. I'm, and you know, mm-hmm. after hours of that, had clicked. You know how you know how when reading clicks yeah. for their kids, yeah. it had clicked, and that was the beginning wow. of that That's one's crazy. reading. Yeah, That's it it was cool. wild. So I would never have recommended that. You know, as a reading program. <laughs> yeah, right. A technique. Well, you actually made a, a and we were talking before we were actually started this whole session, but you had kind of summed up in a really nice way when we had asked you about traits that, or what's a, what kind of student would be a good fit for Mm -hmm. um, homeschooling? And you had kind of summed it up in a way that it just, do you remember what you said? (laughs) I said it's, it's not really so much the student as the way you modify schooling for that student. Mm-hmm. Like I had I had children who were completely content to do school and stay home and never, you know, to this day they are they're homebodies, they're quiet. Mm-hmm. They they like to be home, they like their family, they mm-hmm. they sometimes get accused of being antisocial. They're not antisocial, they're quiet introverts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they loved it mm-hmm. and and literally were in tears when when it was time for them to go to school. Mm. And then I had others who, as soon as school was done, it was, can I call this friend? And can we have that person over? And can we go to do this? And so so modifying that to help each of the kids get what they needed. You know, I, there are homeschoolers who do all their homeschooling in groups. You know, mm-hmm. they, they have co-ops and they have all kinds of group events. And... Um, and for some of my kids, that was a plus. And for some of them, they were like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not want it. You know, when you just said that, I just thought of, you know, my grandma who went to school in a one-room schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what you're doing mm-hmm. when you're homeschooling. Yes. There's your one-room schoolhouse with mm-hmm. multiple ages of kids, multiple abilities, having to modify and accommodate mm-hmm. um, everything you do. I mean, that's that's... Yeah, that's well, what I mean, we hope some school teachers in school learn to do better as well. You know, is that modifying piece, mm-hmm. that accommodating mm-hmm. piece. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes um, it's not always apparent how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I was in school. Yeah, yeah I was going to say too that it takes a very special kind of person to do homeschooling. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, with your own children. It's not a one-size-fits-all. You have to modify. Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask, you know, what kind of what kind of parent, like what, what are good traits in a parent mm-hmm. to homeschool? Mm-hmm. But I, you know, because you were very scheduled and very, which I think is amazing, and had routines, and this is time for, you know, school. This is work time, and then afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um I think it takes a very special person, and it's probably different for everybody. But mm-hmm. what may be, what might have been like mm-hmm. the most helpful thing, mm-hmm. traits that you had in order to homeschool all of them? So, probably the similar traits that it just takes to be a good parent. Like, like I had, a, I had a stable home, mm-hmm. I had a solid marriage. Mm-hmm. My um, my husband is not high needs. And I'm typically not either. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, um, I didn't have compelling outside requirements. Like later in life, 
I had a mother-in-law with Alzheimer's. Yeah. I had a mother with dementia. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, all kinds of things that would have really train wrecked Mm -hmm. that I I just had my family Mm -hmm. I didn't have to work outside the home Mm -hmm. I didn't have to worry that um you know that me not working outside the home would somehow compromise our financial stability Mm -hmm. and I think all of those are super important we had a home that was big enough Mm -hmm. that everybody could have a little space you know if they wanted an animal or if they wanted to set up a racetrack or if they wanted to build a big Lego structure or if they, you know, that they were able to do those kind of things. We um, we had a lot of outdoor space and, mm-hmm. you know, the kids loved to, to be outside and mm-hmm. to dress up in costume period clothing and pretend that they were, you know, characters from books mm-hmm. or people That's living cool. in other times. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, 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 spent lots and lots of time outside. The mm-hmm. kids loved it. One of the children said, yes, I did love I did love learning outside. And I remember having to do schoolwork in the summertime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because in the summer, I, I wasn't, I mean, we didn't school year round entirely, mm-hmm. but they all had a little bit of work to do every day in the summer, mm-hmm. maybe a half an hour. Yeah. Because I didn't want them to lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was, um, I, I was pretty, <laughs> uh, I was pretty hardcore. Yeah. You know. I think the I th- most important thing you said out of all those wonderful things that you were able to enjoy is that you didn't have any outside, mm-hmm. um, you know, anything on the outside, any outside responsibilities, basically. Yes. Right. I mean, right. Your, you were, your brain was yes on one job, and that was mm-hmm. to, to school your kids. And mm-hmm. um, so it's not to say that if, you know, you don't have to live in a, big house and you don't have to have but but I think that first piece of not having outside mm-hmm. responsibilities is probably a really important thing I and, mean yeah and even about- so it was it it's still I I still did feel I, I mean I don't want people to feel like oh golly you know that was such an easy life you know just homeschooling but it wasn't I no. was I was always always under the pressure of Oh my goodness! You know, do I haven't? You know, did I did I cook the things that I needed to cook? Did I mm-hmm. remember to grocery shop? And oh, I have to make that phone call, and mm-hmm. and I have to plan this, mm-hmm. you know, this lesson, or order this book, or you know, or commit to this trip or not, or mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. was a like it was a heavy consuming. thing. Yes, when really, I, I mean, yeah, when I went to work after after I was done schooling and I went to school to teach, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm only teaching. And I love it. And it wasn't that it was mm-hmm. now so easy. You still have all these children right. you're responsible for. But I wasn't always teaching and thinking of yes. this and this and this and this. Yeah. And, and well, and when you were listing all of those things, I was thinking, okay, a school teacher gets mm-hmm. up, goes to school. Mm-hmm. Her whole day is consumed with her teaching. Yes. And I'm sure when she goes home at night, she has oh, to yes. think about her what's she going to get for the next yes. day for school. Mm-hmm. And then she might have a family at home who mm-hmm. she's also taking care of or he. Yeah. And so so all of the even even teachers who teach in the school yes. have those responsibilities, but I think yours is when when you homeschool, it's all in the home. I mean, it's like yeah. there's no it's not com- it's very it's not compartmentalized. Yes. And all mm-hmm. simultaneously it's happening, happening at, at the once. same time. Yes. Yeah. So everybody, all those responsibilities are still there mm-hmm. for for a homeschooler as they are for a, yeah. a, a, a an educator in a school. Yes. Yes. Um, it's like time. It's, time yes. is the 
piece yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, the trait, I guess, and all of those that things you have to have exactly. in order mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah, and you have to. I mean, it, it all all your time is just blends into the next thing, you mm-hmm. know. And when you when you go to work outside the home, you have a little little break when you're driving to school mm-hmm. and you have a little break, you know, and those are the things that you probably just didn't have, you yeah, know, right. and I can see how it would be. I think yeah. I would be like, we're going on another field trip today, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to go? <laughs> but that actually, that made me think of it because you did do like field trips yeah. and you said that you did groups outside of, um, outside mm-hmm. of the home, like homeschooling groups what was your favorite field trip that you took the kids on? Oh, golly. So um, for a while, for several years, we lived in Arizona, and um, we got a zoo membership. Oh, yeah. And because the kids were little, they, they couldn't manage the zoo for four hours. No. They could manage the zoo for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because we had a membership and it wasn't very far from home, we went to the zoo all the time. Oh, and yeah. it would be like, what animals do you want to see? And so on the way there, we'd, we would plan out the, the three or four animals we were going to see. Mm-hmm. And then after we'd seen them, we were like, okay, are we done? Mm-hmm. And they'd go like, oh, no, you know, I think we'll, you know, we can, we can go a little longer or we couldn't. And, mm-hmm. and that... That was just like, it was so fun. Like mm-hmm. one time, w- one of our kids got in the zoo magazine, you know, oh. was... Zoo books. Zoo books, yeah, yes. I had zoo books. I had stacks <laughs> of them. I loved zoo books. And, you know, just because we're at the zoo all the time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that one that Did one you see the Seymour exhibit at the zoo? <laughs> <laughs> well, that Very was interesting. we got a membership, too, like to the mm-hmm. zoo, because when your kids are really little... It is a whole day at the zoo, and they're like, they've got naps, and they've got this. I get zoo brain. Yeah. I can only go to the zoo for an hour, and I can't take it anymore. The membership, Mm -hmm. and it, like, pays for itself (laughs) after Mm -hmm. you go, like, twice. Yes. Especially if you have a a lot of kids. So. And then when we moved to Michigan, we got a membership at the um, the. Henry Ford Museum oh, in Greenfield yes. Village. Perfect. That's awesome. And the kids, we went there and went there and went there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I awesome. would go there all the time, too. Yeah. That place is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about the kinds of students, uh, kinds of kids who would be ideal kind of homeschoolers or, or you know, successful mm-hmm. homeschoolers and what kinds of teachers would be. Now, now let's talk about the reality of homeschooling. You kind of did that already a little bit about talking about how you were spread quite thin, mm-hmm. and your your day was it was all consuming. Um, what can you say to anybody who you know would say, "What's it really like? Really, yeah. is it really worth it? What's the mm-hmm. reality? Like, of if it? they're really mm-hmm. thinking yeah. about doing this, yeah. what might be?" Yeah. I guess good advice. I guess, yeah. Like with the reality of what it actually is. Mm-hmm. I think you have to make sure that you are in a good place. Mm. Like, like if you're taking on anything new and really big, like, mm-hmm. are you in a healthy place? Are you, mm-hmm. you know, are you a secure person? Are you calm? Mm-hmm. Are you able to, to? Like, do you think you would like it? Mm. I mean, I've heard moms go, yeah, I think my kid would really thrive, but there's no way. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Then don't do it. No. Yeah. It's not for you. There are teachers out there who have been well-trained mm-hmm. and have are just amazing for your kids. And when I when I finally did put my kids in school, um, 
you know, and, and it didn't happen all at once. Some would be in school and some wouldn't. But I remember one of my child, children had a second grade teacher, and I was like, oh, I want to be you. Mm. Oh, my goodness, you're so amazing. So so you have to you have to really count that cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it is, there was a lot I gave up. Yeah. I mean, there were, you know, I had friends who were like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to take up, you know, this this cool big hobby. And mm-hmm. I was like, no can do. Mm-hmm. And and I couldn't. You know, I don't think I was being a martyr. No. I think I could not do it. Mm-hmm. I, it yeah. was either, it was sort of a them or you. You know, like yeah. they were going to get all of their fun mm-hmm. or you were going to get your all of your fun. And I said then, I said, there will be a time when I get to have my fun. Mm-hmm. And guess when? Mm-hmm. Right now, honey. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm ha- I am living my my yeah. life right now. Yeah. you know, and I loved loved homeschooling. I loved mm-hmm. being with them. I loved reading by the fireplace mm-hmm. and and having a cup of cocoa while you checked math and mm-hmm. and cuddling on the hammock while mm-hmm. you listened to them read and mm-hmm. and and to be honest, falling asleep because mm-hmm. they would have to read to me. All of the children had a big requirement of how long they had to read to me every day when they were learning to read. Mm-hmm. And I do remember falling asleep sometimes <laughs> when they were reading to me. But um, They have such you soothing know, little voices. They do. Yeah. They have soothing voices. Yes. But, um, well, the bottom line is yeah. you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Yeah. I did. And And then when I didn't enjoy it, I was done. Yes. You know, and when when the kids didn't enjoy it and, you know, when it was, when we were done, we were done. Well, and I really. know when to stop. Yeah. Because, and Mm -hmm. I really respect the way that um, you did this too, thinking, okay, because some of your um, children, when you were talking about it, they would start with the homeschooling Mm -hmm. and then you're like, you know what? Now it's time for them to go into the classroom setting. Mm -hmm. And then if it didn't didn't work, then you would, you know, Mm -hmm. bring them back home and having that flexibility knowing your, you know, your own kids to be able Mm -hmm. to say, this is what's best for them Mm -hmm. right now. And then maybe in a little while it's not best for them. And I just... I love that, Mm -hmm. like your ability to be flexible with that, because, you know, there could be people and by people, I mean myself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like if I, (laughs) if I had done this, I would have been like, I'm proving that I can do this, you know? And, uh, so I just, I really respect that piece of it. Totally. And, and, you know, I think a lot of times homeschooling happens as a result of desperation. Like Mm. I, I don't know what, I, I don't think my child can do it so Mm. I'm gonna stay home and I will do it and or there's a pandemic and I have to stay home Mm -hmm. and (laughs) you know it's like these are these are not the reasons to do homeschooling Mm -hmm. I mean as you said there are professionals out Mm -hmm. there and amazing teachers Mm -hmm. and your child can do it yeah and it was such a relief when the kids went to school Mm -hmm. to see what amazing teachers they had that I mean I I felt like I did a good, solid job. Mm-hmm. They were well-educated. But then I sent them to school, and it was like, oh, my goodness. Like, one of my kids had such an amazing chemistry teacher. Mm-hmm. They decided that they would major in chemistry. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I never could have given them that. Right. Never. Not in a 100 years, yes. you know. And another had such an amazing drama teacher that yes. that one went on to, to be in drama for years yeah. after that. And I'm, 
it was it was so lovely and yes. wonderful to send them to school and see other people pick up the baton. That's right. And do such yes. a great job with them. Yeah. So I never knew Laura's kids when they were homeschooled. I only knew them after they came to school. And I can attest that they are seven of the most wonderful, well-adjusted, <laughs> fun. Yes, I only know one. Very fun kids. And, and I've enjoyed awesome. working with him before. Yes. And we laugh a lot. Yes. And uh, So yeah. you did a great job. Yeah. Thank you. Really Thank beautiful. You. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap this um, up? One Words, words of you know, wisdom. I think the, uh, the other thing is I, I wouldn't school because of guilt or obligation. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you have a child that is not getting what they need and you don't feel like homeschooling is something that you could be good at, mm -hmm. don't push that. Mm -hmm. Find, there are other options. Mm -hmm. yes. I mean, let me tell you, there are options. My kids mm -hmm. have been through almost every kind of schooling, mm -hmm. you know, th mm -hmm. that is out there. And it did take some looking, mm -hmm. but I found really, really great support and I felt so loved really mm -hmm. when I could bring my student in I mean I had you know students that had real difficulties mm -hmm. and um and when they could say oh I love your little one yeah they're 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 great mm -hmm. we'll get them through it yeah you know the first time I saw one of the teachers and, and this this child was having a, a really hard day and the teacher grabbed grabbed this one and said it looks like a hard day for you 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 be right next to me today. We're going to be buddies and get through this. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, I was crying, mm -hmm. walking Aww. out the door, going, yeah. Yeah. this, yeah. teachers are amazing. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. they are. They're just amazing people. And, yes. um, and That's perfect. Yeah. That's a great way to end that. Well, and I think, too, I don't know, I think it's a perfect way to end it. I am not adding to that because <laughs> I am not. But what I was going to ask is maybe – you had, um, and we can maybe include links um, yeah. for our listeners. If you had some good resources, mm. we can include links of if people are considering it, like things to consider, mm -hmm. some things that you found helpful, and we can include those links mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. to any resource. Um, really not telling you yes or no or right it's just the pros and cons and mm -hmm. so if mm -hmm. you had any helpful resources i know some of our listeners would probably okay. really like that so we can right. include those sounds good great yeah all right well, it was great talking with you yes thank you, thank you so much you're so insightful you're an inspiration uh -oh. yes thank you yes okay hey katie did you know that august 26th is women's equality day i did you did? How did you know that? Because I have my notes in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll ask you another question. Okay. And I know you just looked at the notes, so you know the answer to No, I, I just, I'm going to forget so, it. So <laughs> what, what, is, what, is the, um, what is the importance of women's equality? Why, uh, why did it come about? Why do we have Women's Equality Day? I don't know. Please explain. Well, I think it's because <laughs> it has something to do with the 19th Amendment. Um, which has to do with voting, right? Yes. So women's suffrage um, and the 19th amend Amendment, which is 100 years old now. I think I read that. Is oh, that wow. Right? I think that's correct. This is the 100th year anniversary. Which actually isn't that long when you think no, about it. not no. long enough. Right. But that was, what, that was the amendment that granted women the right to vote. Um, and so um, because of that, I think that's a super important thing, of course, we have a contest. Da, 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 da. Yes. With prizes? 
Oh my goodness, Laura, I'm oh, so glad. Oh, we've got prizes. <laughs> you get a prize and you get a prize. This is an amazing prize. It is a $100 Visa <gasps> gift card. Wow. Now, how do you get this? We're going to give you, Katie and I are going to give you a few facts about a, a woman of history, in history, um, that exemplifies Women's Equality Day. Okay. So we're going to give some facts, and of course, we're not going to say the person's name. That's your job to, to contact us and tell us who you think this person is. Okay? okay. And so... Um, and? I have a question. This is the first person to email or send. So it's you, it's, a, oh. it's a race. So okay. time is of the essence, yes. friends. All right. So the first person to email or send a voicemail yeah. with the correct woman wins a $100 Visa gift card from Greenspring. Can I do it? <gasps> no. no. <laughs> you thought about it first. I was thinking, how could you get away with that? But I'm not going to encourage uh, that. Because I have the answer. Okay. Arr, I so, have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now we're including... Now we have, maybe we should ask these in pirate. No, that might be too confusing. <laughs> All right. I can't. Okay. So I will, I will give you the first and then Katie, you can do the second. We'll go back and forth. We okay. have four fun, not fun facts, but four facts about this, this important woman in history. Um, the first is this person was one of the original founders of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP. Second. Yes. Uh, she started the first African American kindergarten in Chicago. Ooh. Oh, how sweet! So, is that? so I love that because not only was she an important person um, as far as the Nineteenth Amendment goes, but she also was really into education. Yes, amazing. All right, next fact: in 2020, this person was awarded a posthumous Pulitzer Prize for her outstanding and courageous reporting on the horrific and vicious violence against African-Americans during the era of lynching. Mm. Oh, my. Yes. That's amazing. It's amazing. Mm. And last fact, Katie. Um, all right, the last one. She took part in the first um, suffrage parade in Washington, D.C. in 1913. Ah. When asked to march at the back of the procession because she was black, she refused. Yes, Okay, so those are your four facts about our special woman um, for Women's Equality Day. So, again, the first person to email or send a voicemail with the correct name wins $100. Cha-ching! Hey, all right. <laughs> all right. Remember when that was a saying? Cha-ching. Cha-ching! Yeah. Anybody? That was like the yeah. 90s? Yeah, Yeah, I'm getting some, yeah. Cha-ching, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Of course. Okay. Um, I knew that. <laughs> such a stupid That means we're in the money. I'm in the money now, right? (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Cha-ching! Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So um, we are going to have links in the description of this podcast. So um, as a reminder, check those out. And remember that um, you can contact us through um, the links there. Also, there's an email option, podcast at brainspring.com. Um, which will also be linked in the description that you can get a hold of us that way as well. Um, and in the voicemail? Yes. And if you're having trouble finding any of that information, yes, then you could just go to our website to find out more. Okay. And then follow us on social media. Yeah, we have all of it. Again, as, as yes. usual, we have Facebook and all that good stuff. So follow us there. Everything. All right. 
Well, thank you for joining us, Laura. You're welcome. This thank you. A, this was really, really interesting, and, and, I, and I know people are going to find this very helpful. Absolutely. I have a last quote for you. Oh, I'm, I was trying to be so, you know. Hey, you ready? Ugh, I couldn't come up with a pirate thing. <laughs> always be yourself unless you can be a pirate. Oh. Then always be a pirate. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, that's a good one. Those pirate words of wisdom. Okay. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.